Hello everyone, it's Tom. I just wanted to say real fast before this episode starts, we did run into a couple of technical difficulties this week. So our main podcast mics, they didn't pick up this episode. However, my laptop mic did pick us up. So this week's episode just doesn't sound quite as polished as like a normal episode would for us. However, all the content is still the content you've come to know and love about The Other Castle. And even though this episode is a little bit shorter than usual, it's still really, really good. This is a fun, fun game that we played. Honestly, the only reason we went short this week is because Andrea and I are each playing through a separate RPG just so we can bring you some better content coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Oh, and also around the 11 minute mark of this episode, unfortunately, our neighbor does do about three minutes of yard work. My usual mics would not have picked that up, but my laptop sure as shit did. So I'm sorry about that. It's a short three minutes, though, I promise. Okay, my Goombas, please enjoy our most furbiest episode yet. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Other Castle. The Other Castle, and oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, a merry other castle to you, my friend. Oh, my goodness. You're in a good one today. We're doing a Christmas game. Oh, it's a Christmas game? Yes. All right, well, my name is Tom. I'm Andrea. Ho, ho, ho. And this is definitely not Christmas season, but... Nope, it is reasonably after. Well past Christmas season, but that's totally fine. Yes, in a perfect world, I would have timed this out to have come out around Christmas, but it's okay. But at the same time, like, people... People listen to podcasts kind of whenever they feel like it. Yeah, do what you want. So Live your life. Yeah. So tell us about the podcast. What are we going to do today and why am I so excited? So here on the other castle, we basically do book reports on video games. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. I like that. Right? And this week we're doing a game called Tattletale. Yes. Now this is a game genuinely never heard of. How? I don't know. Did you not have YouTube in like 2016-17? I definitely had it. It was on there. I missed it. It was definitely there. So Tattletale falls very much into the world of Bendy and Edith Finch and, you know, these indie games that were very story heavy and, like, creepy and made by a bunch of tortured 90s kids. Survival um, horror again? Yeah, yeah. All right. Survival horror. We but do a yeah, lot of those. Yeah, this definitely came up in the same wave of Bendy, if we want to call Bendy kind of, like part of the peak of the wave of this. Okay. Um, just of these kind of very indie, weird games that are horror-based and just a funky thing. When you think horror, there's Resident Evil and there's Silent Hill is in that bucket, and then there's all this other weird shit. Right, <laughs> like right. Kind of Indian ancillary from this. Okay. Like I mentioned, this is part of that wave. This game was released on December 28th, 2016, so just a couple days after Christmas. Okay. Um, by a group called Waygetter Electronics. And this was just a Steam release, so, you know, super indie, like, as indie as you could possibly get it. All right, so this just went out on PC only. Yeah, just on Steam, just through Steam. Okay. So, Wayfinder Electronics is, they did something very brilliant in their marketing, where if you just look up Wayfair, Waygetter, excuse me, Electronics, their website looks like a 90s website. Really? Yeah. And it okay. Just, and it just looks like a dummy website for the actual Tattletale device. All right. Which is really cool, so... And just for reference, Tattletale itself looks like a Furby. Right. It's a Furby. You showed me a commercial for it. Okay. And it looked like a real toy commercial. Yeah, it's like a cheesy 90s commercial. Like, that's what's on the Waygetter website. It has nothing to do with it being a game. It's like, fucking Tattletale, get it this Christmas, 1998, or whatever. Like, it's fun. Yeah. It reminded me of actual commercials from that time period. And, yeah, you're absolutely right. It looks like a Furby. Yeah, totally. Uh, So, before we get into it, so Waygetter Electronics... On the real world, and of like our world, it's really like basically two people with one engineer. So it's Ben Esposito, 
and Geneva Hodgson, they came together to put this game together. And they were... Ben Esposito is a game programmer. He actually worked on What Remains of Edith Finch. Okay. Which is, you know, how small is this world? Right, exactly. And then Geneva Hodgson is an artist, and she primarily does storyboard art for Cartoon Network uh, shows. Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah, so, you know, she is the brains behind the art of this and, like, creating the atmosphere, and he does very much the story. And we had one programmer named Thomas Asti, and... That was kind of it. That was the whole team. Yeah, that's basically it. Oh, wow. They had one other friend who did voiceover for um, the actual Tattletale device itself. But for the most part, yeah, it's like three, four people that put this entire game together. That's really great. Yeah. And it's funny that um, the voice actor who does the voice of Tattletale, this is his only voice acting credit. Really? Yeah. Like, I try to IMDb stock these people and, you know, they're not doing crazy shit. They're doing really cool, unique things, like very dedicated pieces. So... You know. That's really great that they didn't get, like, these big-name people that it was just, like, their own team. Totally. It just seems like they're friends that put this together, which is so fun. Okay. Um, so this game itself is something that you can finish in under an hour and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a quick one. It's a quickie. Um, and I found this game through watch-throughs of just what this is. I haven't actually played it yet, but I've watched these walkthroughs so many goddamn times. That you feel it. <laughs> I feel it. I've, I've followed enough of the story at this point, but... It's funky, it's weird, and it's a little satanic. So, you know, I love everything about it. Yeah, I mean, if you're not familiar with our show, that's kind of the way we do this This show, actually. is like, there are games that <laughs> Andrea has played that I haven't played. There are games that I have played that Andrea hasn't played. There are games that both of us have played. And then there are games that neither of us have played. Those are the only options. Yeah, so this is going to be one of those ones where neither of us have played it, but we, we know the storyline. I do. You don't. Yeah. I have no idea what's about to happen. I have no idea what's about to happen, truly. So let me set the scene. It's December 20th, 1998. Okay. You know what that means. So this is a period piece. Oh, yeah. It's a period piece. Okay. It is the 90s. You are a kid. And you're probably like between 8 and 10. So Mm -hmm. like my exact age around then. Right. Which is so fun. And you have a mom and you have a house and you have another sibling who you never see. Um, it's not clear if you're a boy or a girl. They actually have pictures of twins, of, like, a boy and a girl in the house. But okay. you can't, like, look at yourself. You can't see which one you are. So you kind of just superimpose yourself on that. That's smart of them. Yeah. And you never speak as a protagonist. You are just being a kid. Silent hero. Yeah. You do have a mom, and she has a bedroom, and you can knock on mom's bedroom, but you will never see mom. She never opens the door or anything. Like, more so than, like, in Snoopy. Yeah. Okay. So this game takes place over all the nights leading up to Christmas. And you're just a kid who wants to see what's going on in your Christmas tree. So it's the five days of Christmas? Yeah. All right. Five nights of Freddy's Christmas, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) And to that point, yeah, this was also part of the five nights of Freddy's wave that Bendy was so... You know, key a part of as well. Yeah, and it is just these indie horrors, weird shit. This does feel most like Five Nights at Freddy's, obviously because of the structure, but also, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's is Chuck E. Cheese and this is Furby's. So you and I were kids in the 90s. This is horrifying and wonderful and everything we dreamed of. I mean, we've made the comparison before in the past of like how the video game industry really starts to mirror the movie industry in a lot of ways. Uh huh. And a lot of creators in the film industry, they came up doing horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that's how they got their start. I mean, Steven Spielberg got to start doing horror. Totally. And, you know, a lot of people did. Uh, they got their start in horror, and that's what we're starting to see with video games. We got, now we're doing the indie, like, revolution in video games, and we're getting all these really cool creators that are doing horror video games. Yeah. And honestly, like, 
horror is just such a unique way of storytelling where it's not I am the hero of this, it's I am terrified of this, and it makes you take more of an audience approach, which might be more effective in storytelling. Yeah, that's you know fair. What I, mean? I guess you know it's it's one of the reasons why I don't like horror is because you know what you're watching is fake. Oh. <laughs> so I think to make an effective horror is you touch something on a person, you know, you make them feel something, and that's what makes them effective directors, effective storytellers. This is about scary Furbies. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously. <laughs> so it is December 20th, 1998. You're a kiddo. It's nighttime. And your room is like, it's cheesy. It's like a little blue room and there's like a tiger poster. They like clearly tried to make it pretty gender neutral just so you could be whoever you wanted to be. Okay. But the cool thing is that you have a TV in your own bedroom, which is fucking sick. That is rare at that age. Yeah. At all. I still don't have a TV in my bedroom. That's true. So it's the middle of the night and you're like, I'm a child of mischief. You know what a child of mischief does five nights before Christmas? They go digging through the presents. We're going to look for some fucking presents. Hell so yeah. we cruise out. It's all dark and shit. There's nothing under the tree. So we're like, okay, mom's hiding some shit. Let's check this out. You know where mom would probably hide some shit? The scariest place in the house. The attic? The basement. Or the, or the basement. Okay. Ooh, the basement. Equally as scary. Totally. I had neither growing up. I don't know. But they do seem terrifying. So you go down to the basement, cold as shit, all concrete, and you find a wrapped box, and you unwrap it, and you have a purple tattletale. Aww. I know. That's the hot toy of the season. Totally. It's 1998. This is a crazy year. And, you know, it's literally fucking, it's a Furby. Like, let's not beat around anything. So it can talk. It has, like, a mechanical kind of voice. It doesn't have its own language, so we don't have to worry about the Furby English okay. thing, remember? I don't... Yeah, they, they had to speak their own language first, and then they switched over to English eventually. Yeah, it was the dumbest fucking thing. Yeah. So, this one's just... It's very going... It's a shit like, me hungry, me love you, like, baby talk more than anything. Okay. And he is the point of resource management for the game, so you do have to keep him fed. And you feed him by, like, literally going to the refrigerator and saying you're feeding him, which is such a weird thing because, like, what are you putting inside of this toy? Okay. Like, what it reminds me of is those, like, practice dolls that you get in high school that are supposed to be, like, you know, what it's like having a child for a day or whatever. My school did not do that. Yeah, my school did do that. Ew, that sounds terrible! I went to Catholic school. They really didn't want us, like, having kids. Yeah. So, except for when you're married. Right. What the fuck? Oh, so <laughs> gross. Anyway, yeah, he's kind of like that. But So you have to feed him, which makes no sense because you're a child. And it doesn't show you doing the act of feeding him. It's just like you go near the fridge and you hit a button and hold it for three seconds. Right. You have to groom him. And there's like a brush that you have to get to groom him and stuff. And it's just so weird that you have resource management with this toy. Because, like, fuck all those 90s kids. There's going to be a Tamagotchi version of this game at some point. Like, it's great. So you're basically playing the game that you have to do to keep it alive IRL. Yeah, throughout the game. Through the game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, You're right. It is like a Tamagotchi. Yeah. (laughs) So also throughout the game, there are 22 Easter eggs. And when I say Easter eggs, I mean they're literally in those plastic Easter egg. Oh, really? They took it, like, literal? Yeah. Yeah, those little plastic Easter eggs that you got around Easter that had, like, a piece of candy in it. They're inside of those, and it's all dumb shit. It's like, oh, here's, like, a nickel, or, like, here's a tuft of hair or something. Like, it's dumb shit. 
But if you find them all, it changes your ending. So oh. that's the fun thing about that. So you get your Telltale out, you feed him, you groom him, and you realize that like when it's dark, you need to walk around with a flashlight, and this flashlight is like a shaky flashlight, which makes noise. And he's like, oh, you shouldn't be loud, you should be quiet. And you're like, oh, Tattletale, you're such a silly Furby. So you put him back in your box, and you're like, ah, good shit, good day. And you just go to bed. Okay. That's day one. This game is very short. All right. So. <laughs> now, this isn't broken up into, like, five episodes the way Bendy was, was it? No, this is not episodic. It's all one file. Okay. So you just keep rolling through. All right. But there's kind of, like, a moment of, like, a, oh, the next day. There's, like, a title screen change. So you didn't bother putting the Furby back in the box. Or the Tattletail, sorry. You do put it back in the box. You, oh, you put it back away and, like, yeah, you're wrap like, it back up. I fed him ketchup packets. Like, I'd like to think he just opens up the mouth and, like, pours shit down his gullet. <laughs> like, fucking, um, in Casper the Friendly Ghost where the Ghost Brothers are just eating shit that's going straight through them. Right, right, right. That's what I envisioned for this Furby right now. Oh no, this poor kid's gonna open it on Christmas Day and the parents be like, why is this thing fucking filthy? Why is it rotten? <laughs> With like eggs and raw beef and shit. Sorry, we'll take it back, son. Yeah. So Or daughter. Whatever. Yeah, you put it back in the box and you're like, cool, solid night. That was great. So, it's night two. December 21st, 1998. Okay. You wake up and you hear like a clunking sound and you're like, wow, that's crazy. And you kind of hang out and you're like, okay, I guess no adults are going to tend to this. I so guess you gotta I, go handle it? I, the child, will investigate. Obviously. So you're in your jammy jams. <laughs> You go downstairs and you see Tattletail has moved and was inside the dryer and the dryer was on. Oh. So you're like, that's weird. Tattletail, I put you back in your box. And he's out of the box. He's out of the box. He's just loose leaf tattletailing. In the dryer, tumbling around. The dryer was on, yeah. Oof. And you're like, where are my parents? This is weird. Ah, fuck it. So you pick up Tattletail and you're like, buddy, what's going on? And now he has a charging station. So you have to manage that resource as well. So you have to manage his hunger with real food. Okay. You have to manage his grooming with a hairbrush. And sometimes he'll have a low charge, so you have to stick him on this charging base. And it looks like, you know, just a wireless charging base situation. So you charge him up for a little bit. You're like, all right, buddy, here you go. And he's like, me want to play with you. We should play. And you're like... Okay, buddy, let's let's play with this vase over here, and he manages to break this vase with you. Now he's drop dead Fred. Yeah. <laughs> like he's your mischievous partner. Yeah, you thought he'd be gremlins. He turned into drop dead Fred. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, we have to play, we have to play, and the only thing you can play with him is with this vase, and then you immediately break this vase. <laughs> so that's nice. He's like, let's go, snut face. Yeah, and he doesn't like the dark. Like, sometimes it's a little bit too dark, and he's like, ah, I don't like that, so you have to shake up your flashlight. But in addition to those resource management pieces, you also have to manage your loudness, your audibility. Okay. Um, the louder you are, the more susceptible you are to our soon-to-be antagonist. Oh, no. Who's the antagonist? I will get there. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, I'm so sorry. I put a lot of fire on that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to burn it. So you're like, all right, Tattletail, we broke a vase. I got my flashlight. I know you don't like the dark. I'm going to put you to bed. And Tattletail's like, okay. So you put Tattletail back in his box for the second night in a row, which your parents would totally notice. Right. And then you put it back and you go to bed. That box is falling apart at this point. Yeah, like all the creases are all fucked up. Like the tape pieces have pulled the ink up so it's not taped down right. Yeah, especially when it's the hottest toy of the season. Like those things get sealed up pretty well. Yeah, and you're eight. Like you have chubby, fat, stupid fingers. And you're yeah. just like, you know, there's boogers and shit all over it. Like... Come on, let's be 100. Kids are dumb. Kids are so dumb. All right, so next night, it's the 22nd of December. You're okay. on winter break. 
You've been playing video games and eating cereal all day. Your parents clearly don't give a fuck because every time there's noises in the house, they ignore it. This is sounding really familiar to my way of growing up. Oh, God. Keep going. Were you haunted by an evil doll as a child? A little bit. Damn it. I don't trust Catholic school at all. You shouldn't. (laughs) Under any circumstance. So, it's the middle of the night on the 22nd, and you hear a grinding noise. A grinding? Yeah, which is worse Like, what kind of grinding? I'm not going to make it. Okay. We're going to get there. So, you, being eight, are like, well, it's my time to investigate again. So, you get up. You're in your jammy jams. I just think this is so ridiculous that it's the middle of the night and you're the only person who's awake and dealing with this. And this is all first person, right? Yeah. Okay, can you see your jammy jams? No. Okay. But you know you're in jammy jams. You know jams. that they're in them. Okay. Yeah. So you follow a trail of those literal plastic Easter eggs and you find a larger tattletale. So oh. it's exactly like yours, but a little bit, like 20, 25% bigger. And it's brown. And it's called Mama. Mama. Yeah, so it's like the mama to the little tattletales. Oh, so you've got a second tattletale. Yeah. So you Is that good? No. Oh. <laughs> Next to her there's a cassette and we're nineties kids. You put Daddy the cassette. Ruxpin. You put the cassette right inside Mama and she tells you to turn the page. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so she's a Teddy Ruxpin and she's saying shit. She's like, Alright, now turn the page and her voice lines are Kind of, you can't really tell what she's saying because it's a jumbled up cassette. Mm-hmm. But she's saying something about how the kids turn to mama. And it's really, really cute. But it kind of jumbles up. And then her head starts spinning around fully. Like like the exorcist? Like, like the exorcist. Oh, my God. And there's no box for her. So you're like, where did you come from? Like, why is there another one? This is bad. So is the other one out as well? We don't know where the other one is right okay. now. <laughs> So we're like... We're only seeing Mama. Yeah, we just heard, like, this crazy grinding noise and came down and found her. And we're like, okay, now her head's spinning around. Let's back the fuck up. Yeah. And she can find you when you're making noise. So you can kind of back up in the dark, but you don't know where you're going. You can't really move too well. So you have to make noise by shaking your flashlight. Right. But when you do, she knows where to get you. So she starts chasing you? Yeah. Ooh, that's scary. So you go upstairs, and you find your tattletale open on top of a box with, like, a ton of mess. And you're like, purple tattletale. What, what the you fuck? doing? And he's like, go to mama. And you're like, well, let's deal with this first. So you take him downstairs, and you're like, all right, mama's, mama's not here anymore. Wait, mama's not here anymore. Oh, shit. Where'd oh, mama go? Oh, God. Okay. So, <laughs> you go to where she was, and there's, like, five bottles of ketchup where she was sitting. Oh? But she's Five not there. bottles? Are they empty? Truly, like, Heinz bottles. They look like Heinz bottles. No, okay. it looks like there's still ketchup in them. Okay. So, she just, like, was hoarding condiments? Which is super creepy. So, you're like, that's weird. Come on, Tattletail. Let's go back upstairs. So, you take him back upstairs. You put him back in his box. And you go up and you clean up all his mess because he started a fucking mess up there. (laughs) And you're like, all right, cool. And when you go back upstairs to clean up the mess, all the lights are out. So you do need the flashlight to go and clean up everything. Okay, that's cool. And Mama is, like, somewhere. And you can't just go to bed without cleaning it up, which is kind of bullshit. Because, like, if you were eight and you saw something, you'd be like, I'm kind of over this. Yeah. I can talk my way out of this tomorrow. (laughs) This isn't my job. I don't have to say I woke up in the morning. 
Yeah, like, I am I can talk my way out of this. I've definitely slept through this. Yeah, definitely. So you have to clean, and, like, while you're cleaning, you have to manage all the resources of light and sound, so you have to be careful. Otherwise, Mama will get you. And you don't want Mama to get you. You don't want Mama to get you. And let me tell you why. We will take a beat from the story to talk about Mama. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand Mama yet. So Mama's... Again, she's like an all-brown tattletale where your personal one is purple. Um, They come in blue and yellow also, but she's just like bigger and she's brown. And her head spins around all the way. And her eyes glow red in the dark. So when it's dark, you can see where she is. Uh, Big teeth on it too? Is it just like the Monty Python rabbit? Big fucking... Yes, that's perfect. She has six like razor sharp teeth. Okay. Um, So... And we're a rabbit family. Like we we are are rabbits. We are a rabbit family. So her whole deal and the the lore is kind of PC but we'll take a beat here to talk about her lore. So apparently she was the first Tattletale and she was Tattletale Mama and of course she had like a book that went with her very tidy Ruxpin but... One day, she, like, went evil and ate a child's eyes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so a kid took her home, was like, let's fucking read together, and then his eyes got snatched out, and then apparently a bunch of them turned evil and just started killing people. Just a bunch of dead children. Yeah, and there is a version of the Tattletale commercial where you can see just she's kind of dancing around and then there's a body next to her. (laughs) Oh my lord. There's like legs twitching and writhing around and shit like slightly out of frame. Dead kids. Yeah. All season long. Fucking love video games. (laughs) It's crazy. So she's super creepy. So they banned her, they took her off the line, and then they came up with Tattletale. Okay. They're smaller and cuter and they're her children. They're her children. I guess. All right. They call her mama. Everybody's mama. Yeah. All right. So that's her whole deal. That's her backstory. Yes. And throughout the rest of the game, from here on out, she will be trying to kill you. How do you get this backstory? Through Reddit. Reddit? And fan theories. Um, some of it is through, like, obsessively watching the commercials. Some of it's through people, like, going through and... What hundoing it just to get like every voice line and stuff. So this is another one that's like open for interpretation. Yeah, and I pulled this from YouTube. I got mostly. you. What's yeah. the art style like on this? The art style, you know, it feels indie. It's not super polished. Okay. It's, it's cute though. All right. Like the Tattletale itself is cute. I would never knock the art on this. You know, it's just, it's. I played Red Dead. Right. It's beautiful and perfect in every single way. We were watching Titanfall, and I was talking about how fucking beautiful it was the entire time. That's fair. But, like, you know, this isn't as polished. This isn't as artistically driven as Bendy, where Bendy's just a concept in and of itself. Right. But it's cute, you know? Okay. I think it's cuter than Hello Neighbor. All right, then. I think That's fair. A, I think it's a little more polished than Hello Neighbor, which, is, of course, is also in the same way that I'm obsessed with. Yeah, yeah. I and think Hello Neighbor looks good. I don't think it looks amazing. I think it looks, yeah. I think it looks fine. It's well-saturated, for yeah. sure. Like, it's balanced well for what it is. But, yeah, the art style, I think this is, like, a smooch above Hello Neighbor for me. All right. Thank you. Yeah, totally. So, Mama, when she's trying to get you, if she catches you... Her head will spin all the way around, her eyes are red, and she'll sink her teeth into you. So she's out to get you. Yeah, and if you die, you just restart at the most recent checkpoint. How is there not a recall? (laughs) She was banned. She was banned, okay. So there's no... So if we can also talk about this for a second, how the fuck did she get in the house? That's what I'm wondering. Like, 
Did the parents buy a bootleg and not realize it? Maybe, but there's no box for her, so it's kind of like she came to see the baby tattletale. Well, because here's what I'm thinking, because I, you know, was alive pretty well during when Furbies came out. Right. And those things were nearly impossible to get your hands on. Uh, I think a great movie for a great example is Jingle All the Way, where Arnold Schwarzenegger is trying to get that toy. I mean, that was very much true of what the Furby, you know, craze was. And I did manage to get one for my little sister that year because my friend... Ben's dad owned a KB toy store in the mall. Damn, that's cool. So he would manage to get me one, but you know that thing sat in a closet after we got it out of the packaging. <laughs> Never <laughs> left the. Pa- Honestly, I think it's still so in that closet to this day. <laughs> Honest to God, but uh, you could sell that shit. But people went to shady lengths to get these things sometimes because they were so difficult to find. So I could see somebody going on like a black market spree to try to find one and then saw like, oh yeah, I've got this mama as well. You want to pick that up? It's like, sure. Being like, it's the prototype. It yeah, doesn't exactly. come in a box. <laughs> I, I fished it out of a bin. <laughs> So that's going on Mama. So let's go on to the next night. So, yeah. you know, you just clean up. Hopefully Mama doesn't kill you. If she does, you just have to keep cleaning. Mm-hmm. So you wake up and you hear like a chattering noise outside and it kind of sounds like tattletale. Okay. So you're like, tattletale, are you outside of my house? It's December 23rd. You need to be under the tree soon. You, you need to be not sentient. So you go outside and your purple tattletale is outside talking to a yellow tattletale. They're communicating with each other? Yeah, in your garage. Like somebody else's tattletale? Yeah, there's no boxes and there's no people nearby. Is this little soldiers now? It's fucking They are being inspired by like all the great hits of my childhood. This is awesome. It's... It's also bad. So it's also very scary. So your tattletale is like, I want to play a game. I have a friend here. So you and your tattletale are like, we're going to play hide and seek now. And (laughs) it's bad because it's sentient. Yeah. (laughs) So your tattletale is getting freaked out because it keeps getting dark. And your tattletale will be like, it's too dark. Ah." So playing hide and seek is really annoying with your tattletale. I can imagine so. When you're trying to hide and it starts screaming. Yeah, so you're playing hide and seek with the yellow tattletale. So the yellow tattletale will go off and hide. And while it's hiding, you have to survive from Mama for like a minute or two. Okay. Which is horrifying because then it just goes all pitch dark. And you just have to be like, okay. Gotta really do the survival horror part of it all. Yeah, which is really, really fun, frankly. And so you play hide and seek with a yellow tattletale for a while and also evade Mama. And you're like, okay, cool, let's fucking wrap this shit up. So you go downstairs to the basement and you find a VHS tape. Okay. And you're like, why are things appearing in my house so often? I'm eight years old. That you know nothing about. Yeah, so you're like, all right, well, I have my bedroom TV, so let's go check this shit out. Like those kids have. It's fucking kids. I'm guessing that the VCR is a part of the TV as well. Oh, it's the full unit. All right. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I'm so jealous. So he's watching it, and it's footage of Tattletale and Mama and the Easter eggs that you keep finding around your house. Oh, And the commercial's playing, and it's the fucking cheesy song of, like, Tattletale, it's Tattletale. Da-da-da-da-da, Tattletale. So you found the ad? Yeah. It's a VHS VHS? of the commercial of this. But as you're watching it, you're noticing that Mama stops showing up in the scenes that she was in. Like, she was in a lineup, and now she's gone. Okay. And then, oh, in the corner of the set, you can see just two legs twitching and shit. Oh, Oh my God. 
the the baby tattletales look more and more nervous. Oh no! So the baby tattletales are starting to react to the mama. Yeah, the baby tattletales are clearly like now very much afraid of mama. Oh no! Yeah, because they'll be like, "Mama's coming. Mama's gonna get you." Mama's not going to like that. She's going to punish the shit out of you. Yeah, which is like, hmm, maybe these are bad toys. Yeah. So you go to bed. Because <laughs> you've had a day. Right. You're eight. And you wake up, and now it's December 24th. Oh, well, this is Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve night. So you wake up, and Tattletail is just in your room now. Just sitting on your bed? He's just getting bold. He's, he's like on a counter. Is he a cat? Yeah. And he's like, wake up, we're having a party for mama in the basement. And you're like, I am eight years old. It's like talking. Yeah. Okay. It's like getting out. It's still talking in its broken English of like, me have party. Okay. Party for mama. Oh Yay, my gosh. wake up, wake up. Like, it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> I don't know why this is happening. And I just, this kid doesn't react at all. Like, this kid doesn't speak at all. Because... If this kid could talk, it would just cry. He'd just be saying what the fuck every three minutes. Yeah, you'd have just like the foul mouth child going, <laughs> why am I being haunted with these toys and why doesn't anyone believe or care? Oh. So you go downstairs. Poor child. I know. So you go downstairs and now there's a blue tattletale in your house. These things are multiplying. In addition to your yellow one and they're sitting next to the baseless charger thing. And they're all seem pretty be pretty happy. And they're like, you have to bring a friend to the party. And you're like, what the fuck does that mean? So you leave them all downstairs, you go upstairs, and you find a yellow tattletale. Another yellow one? Yeah, just under the tree. And you're like, I guess this is the friend I have to bring to the party. Where are these parents getting all these damn tattletales? Or at the very least, like, where are they coming from? I think they are coming to you. Oh my goodness. So you You're bring- the tattletale wrangler. <laughs> yeah. So you bring the yellow tattletale downstairs to the party in the basement, and they're like, more, more. And you're like, I'm seven, and I guess I'll do your bidding, tattletales. (laughs) So you go outside of your house. You leave your home, and you go back to the garage. You're a child. There's another blue tattletale just hanging out, chilling. And you know what? These things are a menace. You know what's fucked about this one? What? You go outside. You find this tattletale that has seemingly been conjured into your home (laughs) and you bring him in and he immediately needs food it needs food yeah so you immediately have to feed this stranger (laughs) that is coming to your house for a party for someone you also didn't invite to your home now this just sounds like throwing a party yeah (laughs) this is actually just pretty accurate to throwing a party now yeah Yeah, but it's fucked up and they're just coming at you from all ends and you have to do the resource management for whatever tattletale you're holding it's not even just your main one really yes oh my gosh they all have the same problem yes you do have to feed the blue one immediately now what happens if you don't They start yelling. Okay. And then the more they yell, the more Mama can come find you. It's like baby Mario. Oh. Little screaming little bastard. Was that the baby you had in Catholic school? No, no. Baby Mario in Yoshi's Island. Oh. What was the name of the baby you had in Catholic school? Oh, I don't remember. St. Babyless? St. Babyless, no. Oh. (laughs) I don't understand Catholicism. (laughs) Clearly. So you feed this fucking freeloader. Right. You bring him down to the party, I guess you're throwing. 
and your tattletale, the purple one, is just throwing direction at you like nobody's... He's treating you like a PA. Because like, <laughs> after you do your wrangling, he's like, we need stuff for the party. Go grab me the cupcakes that are upstairs. Like, you know I just came from upstairs to the downstairs. You could have asked me this. You asked me to get two of your friends who were on opposite sides of the venue. <laughs> they got so lost, they ended up at different entrances, and I had to wrangle them for your ass. And I have to get you the cupcakes. Also... Where are these cupcakes from? And you waited until I got to the bottom of the stairs to ask me. Yeah. I have two hands. I can hold two things. Dick. Also, these are probably cupcakes that, like, your mom made for Christmas morning. <laughs> because it is the night of Christmas Eve. Or they're the Santa cupcakes, you know, so the cookies. You took them. You took Santa's treats. Oh, yeah. my God. That's perfect. So you take purple... And you're like, let's go get these cupcakes. You take the cupcakes. You're like, here you go. Purple's like, great. Now I need decor for my party. And you're like, I'm sorry, how large is this event that you're throwing, Purple? Seriously. And he's like, go on. So you It's know, a gala. So you know what you do? No. Being a child? What do you do to being a child? You take the Christmas lights off the Christmas tree <laughs> for the party that your evil sentient robot toys are having in the basement. I mean, it'll make the place a lot more decorative. And festive. So, like, this makes them happy, which is nice. <laughs> but it doesn't satiate them. No. Because you didn't grab enough decor. Of course not. But also, like, the Christmas tree is in the corner of a room, so you have to do that shit where you, like, walk around and, like, Aww. whip the lights around to get them all off the tree because they're in a spiral. Yeah, I guess you. It's a pain in the ass. Like, come on. I would imagine so. So you go upstairs and you grab all these pillar candles that are really beautiful and were probably used in some sort of religious ceremony at Christmas with your mom. Okay. But you're like, fuck you and your dreams. But they don't bleed red like the ones that you typically buy? They might. (laughs) I think all candles do that, at least the ones I get to. So you come downstairs to your five tattletales, purple, two blues, two yellows. They have taken the lights you gave them, and they made a pentagram, and it's glowing. Of course they did. There's always a pentagram. And they're like, thank you for bringing us the candles. Please give them to us. Oh, no. So it makes you place one candle in front of each of the five points, points. of the pentagram where each of the five tattletales Oh, are. my lord. So now you're going to summon, like, Papa? Oh, that would have been... T- that's probably the sequel to be 100. <laughs> so in the middle of the pentagram is the VHS tape. <laughs> I'm so happy you're laughing at this because this it's is an insane so ridiculous. game. But, it's, but I love it. Very dearly. I think <laughs> I think that this small team has created such a brilliant piece that's like, of course this is happening, and also this is genuinely creepy in-game. Like, it is creepy when you walk into a basement to find five tattletale Furbies in a pentagram. Summoning something from a pentagram. Yeah, that's terrifying, but it's also hilarious. <laughs> so you have to go in and rewind the VHS tape in the middle of the pentagram, and then, after you rewind it, out of nowhere... The Tattletale theme music starts playing, and the Tattletales, all five of them, start chanting. Oh my gosh. And do you know what they're chanting? What are they chanting? No more mama. Oh, they're trying to get rid of mama. Turns out, you are only a mere vessel in their ritual to banish their mother from this world. Are you a sacrifice? I mean... I think you're more just, like, the mortal hands to help the ritual go through. Oh, okay. So you're going to be, like, their champion. I think so. I think they're just, like, we need a we need a dragon in the fight. You you're know? the chosen one. <laughs> you're the chosen one to help us be rid of our mother. Oh, my gosh. So the lights go out, and it turns out that Mama has stolen the candles and hid them. 
Oh, no. So that they can't complete the ritual. No. And to complete the ritual, you have to find all the candles. So it becomes a fetch quest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it becomes a fetch quest. (laughs) Here's the thing. Mama hid all the candles in vases. So you just have to find vases? You have to find all the vases and break them open to get the candles. Well, that's fun. You just get to break shit. But when you break stuff, it's loud. Oh, And you have to find them. And you can't find them without your flashlight, so you're making a lot of noise, and you're giving Mama a lot of time to come and get your ass. So you got to be quick. You got to be quick. You got to be strategic about where and how fast you're going. Now, why do you have to break the vase? Why can't you just like tip it upside down? Because Mama's magical, and the candles are too wide for the vase neck. Okay. She did some bullshit about that. She managed one. to make that happen. Yeah, she did some fucking shit. Mama the magic. Yeah. Again, these are also magical Furbies. Okay. These are not normal. <laughs> it's H.O. Mama's Furbies. They are breaking into the house at night. So you get all the candles out of the broken vase. Which your mom will probably murder you about if you broke five different fucking bases in her basement. Oh, absolutely. On Christmas night? Are you fucking kidding me? In my house? So you go back to the pentagram. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Great stage direction. Made of the Christmas lights that you gave them. Yeah, and you relight all the candles, and the VHS starts floating. Of course it does. And you have to go up and you destroy the VHS tape. and Like a pinata? You don't see it. Break. It's a hold X to destroy the tape. And then all right. The tattletales stop chanting, and they go back into their boxes, and the lights come on, and everything seems fine. And you're like, I think we're good. Mama's gone. All right. You go back to bed. And then you wake up, and it's finally daytime. And it's Christmas morning? It's Christmas morning! Oh, what a happy day. Mom and Dad are going to be so pissed when they find out. (laughs) So if you collect all 22 Easter eggs, and then, you know, they're hidden throughout the map. They'll be, like, under a tree or, like, around a corner or whatever. Okay. Your Christmas present is your purple tattletale. And you're like, oh, shit, yeah. You get a little birth tag for him saying his birthday. Is the 20th. You're being like, this is your tattletale, and you get a golden flashlight. Ooh, a golden flashlight. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so you're like, oh, this is awesome, and you go up to your mom's room, and your tattletale's like, thank you, and you're like, shit, yeah. Everybody's happy. So if you don't find all the Easter eggs, Uh your ending is a little different. Just a little. So you wake up, it's Christmas morning, you open your tattletale, but the box is empty. Oh, no. And you're like, that's weird. And you look up, and it's Mama, and she eats your face. Oh, no. She kills you if you don't find all the Easter eggs. Holy shit. Which, like, that ending is technically not canonical. Okay. Uh, It's just saying, do it right next time. Yeah, it's like, no, there's only 22 of these motherfuckers. (laughs) This game's 45 minutes long. (laughs) Come on. Don't half-ass it. Yeah, there's that. And then they had a DLC that came out about six months later. Okay. That is very confusing. How so? It has to do with your memories. So there's a version of someone who has gone through the Tattletale and Mama sequence that is trying to warn you about it. Okay. And trying to keep you from it. But your memories of Tattletale do not match up the events that actually happen. So you have to go through the exact same timeline and fix your memories. That's a really fascinating like take on that. Yeah, it's weird. I tried watching through it, but it's honestly kind of confusing the way that they do it. It's called Kaleidoscope, and it has to do with your tattletale being a boring tattletale. Okay. So you get him out of the box, and he's like, hello, good morning. 
Oh no! It is a good day to be a tattletale. Thank you. <laughs> Where instead in the real game he's like, "Me love you," I'm like doing baby talking. So shit. articulate. Yeah, he's just. It's like Janet versus the accounting Janet in the Good Place, <laughs> where she's like end conversation and walks away. I was just thinking more Janet versus Derek. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just chaotic versus normal, but it's it's fine. I don't think it's. It was free. It was a nice, fun thing, but it's not the same magic as. An evil tattletale coming to kill you, and right. your tattletale joining forces with the other neighborhood tattletales <laughs> to form a satanic ritual to get rid of their predecessor. That really only works if you collect all the Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a short game. But, you know, it's it's reasonably beloved. People do know about it. People talk about it. It's not as big as a Bendy. It's going to be few and far between getting a Bendy or a Hello Neighbor, which I'm sure will inevitably do because we're on this wave of doing all of these fun games from this I guess 20, so. If there's a dead kid involved, we're going to fucking do it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. I did not realize that was like a theme we were running with. Were there any 90s toys that freaked you out? That freaked me out? Yeah. No. That's nice. Yeah. Nothing was too scary as far as kids' toys went for me. You know, there was the My Buddy dolls that was basically a Chucky doll. <laughs> uh, but was that, it like a little man? Yeah, it was, it was a little boy. Oh. A little man, yeah. That's weird. And then there was Kid's Sister was like the girl version of it. Even like My Pet Monster. My Pet Monster wasn't even scary. That's that was nice. That was a fun like toy, definitely. It was, they came out with a movie to go along with it and shit. And, like, Cute. It was never about him being scary. It was about him being just like a friendly monster that lived under your bed. Yeah, I don't remember being afraid of any of these 90s toys, like the way people were like, no, Furby is the Antichrist. Maybe I don't remember it well because I'm an adult now. <laughs> I guess. I mean, because like even Cabbage Patch Kids, like they had the Garbage Pail Kids versions of it, but that's yeah. not like, scary. That's just like gross. And Yeah. Yeah. It's like icky. Yeah. It's not like, oh no, it's like, ew. Yeah. Don't I mean, do that. I guess Furbies were a little scary just in the sense that like there were definitely times where you're sleeping and you hear it just start talking in the middle <laughs> of the night. That was scary about it. Oh, uh, I believe it. But... Outside of that, like I said, we've kept it in a closet, though, so it wasn't really going to bother you too often. Fair enough. They are creepy. Like, core concept. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they were bottled off of the Gremlins, which was, you know, started as a horror movie. Yeah. (laughs) That's not what you want to actually make come to life. Right, exactly. Well, they were were going off of Gizmo. They only watched the first act. (laughs) Everything after that, they're like, it probably ended great. Yeah. With no casualties. Well, they were all cute still, and they weren't turned into Gremlins yet. I bet that old lady's still alive. (laughs) Yeah, that didn't happen. But yeah, that's fucking Tattletale. This weird-ass game that has been living rent-free in my heart and mind for so long and I'm finally glad I got to talk to someone about it because it's fucking weird. Yeah, like I said, you showed me that commercial before and the commercial's insane so I definitely recommend <laughs> going on YouTube and checking out this commercial at the very least for Tattletale because it does, it starts off very like nice and friendly and then once Mama gets involved it does get very dark and weird and strange. It's almost like uh, Too Many Cooks. Too Many Cooks? It has a Too Many Cooks vibe because it's, yeah. it's very upbeat but weird shit keeps happening and you're like, oh it's escalating. Yeah. Oh, this is a bad scene. It continues to escalate and you're not quite sure what you're watching. Yeah. Because also the Furbies in the commercial, they look real, but then their mouths start to look like they're computer animated. So it got very confusing for a minute because they make it look shitty and grainy and like old fashioned, which is really good. It was caught on VHS tape. 
It's so fun. Yeah. It's, it's a delight. The, you know, the, the way that people are so fucking dicks out and hard for the 80s, I'm like, that's nice, that's nice. Can we get to the 90s so I can remember shit that you're referencing? That'd be great. Thanks. You need a Ready Player One of, like, 90s references? Yeah. That's what I'm fucking waiting for. And so Stranger Things would be like, and a bag of chips, you know? <laughs> Give me screaming whatever over and over again. Like, I'm ready for it. I'm here for it. I just want jokes that I can understand. Just uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air references. Ugh, that's all I some want. Some Simpsons every yeah. 15 minutes, you know? Shit, yeah. You know, like, in the 80s ones where they were like, here's a food court and an arcade, like, that's nice. Give me a CD store. Give me <laughs> right. that shit where they have the a list- warehouse record. Where they have the listening booths where there's like six new records. Oh my could- gosh. Yeah, where you could listen to a new record live. There'd be like fucking lines of people waiting to listen to the new fucking dumb shit ass thing. <laughs> oh, I love it. Give me that. Yeah, old CD stores. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and, like, I grew up in the Bay, so I remember the Virgin Megastore in San Francisco very well. Oh, that's a real one. Oh, that was the fucking real one. Yeah. (laughs) That one was three stories. Wow. One story was just, like, a DJ and then listening booths. Oh, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, now you basically have Amoeba Records in downtown Hollywood. I think that one moved. Is that gone now? Yeah, it moved. Oh, my gosh. See, I don't even know. Yeah, they lost the one on that's on Hollywood, actually. (laughs) See, they just don't exist anymore. They don't. Yeah, that's definitely... 90s thing. Oh, CDs. <laughs> yeah, definitely not how music was supposed to be listened to. No, it was not. No, it was terrible. But no, that went away quickly for a reason. Yeah, you know, you'd have that binder of shit in your car. Yeah, and the visor. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely oh, had that. Good shit. Then it got stolen. Really? It did, on my spring break. That My sucks. senior year of high school. Oh, that's painful. It really was. Oh, Lost a lot of good music. That's a bummer. Anyway. Well... Anyway, I hope you get some next Christmas when there's not a Furby attack on your home and family that you have to solely take care of as the providing eight-year-old of the house. Yeah, I hope people aren't listening to this, like, late at night when we... (laughs) These episodes that are always these horror games now. I just wanted to throw on this video game podcast while I wrap all these toys. (laughs) (laughs) They're animatronics, so we'll see how it goes. I know we promised before that we're going to keep it a little bit lighter going forward. I think Titanfall (laughs) 2 is a pretty light title. Comparatively yeah, the war drama was a lot lighter than this fucking indie game about Christmas. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think we've got some fun ones coming up, though. We definitely do. Thank you all very much for hanging out with us. Yes. Just, no matter how weird it got. <laughs> still appreciate this. Yeah, we appreciate you all listening, so tell your friends. May you be safe from sentient toys. Tell everybody you know about the other castle. Get people listening. Do the thing. It'll be great. All right, Goombas. Until next time. Have a pleasant evening and be safe. Bye. Mama's coming. Great pretend with all his friends. Hey, I'm ready.